the Rebel HD2. Thank you. 
right hand of God, shine on these bras, stay on my job, grind with my squad, hundred racks on my car, no license at all, no ten on that thing, cause that's how we ball, all these is flawed, suckers and frauds, my circle so small, stick to my script and just ball, first I pick up my and we shut down the mall, had to pick up the tip, she tried to pay for it all, bring some gap with my plate, garlic noodles and steak, bouncing out the ballet, with all these tats on my face, people looking like, hey, black, stay in your place, but it's some they gon' think, and it's some they gon' say, got to a brick from my A, see that music's my fate, switched it up from out my trunk, went to the top of my state, and I Versace my waist, like Tupac in his hay, Brian Williams, how I built this soft money estate, whoa! Teachers moving forward with speed, all your morals are lead. Only focus is cheese, now the forest is trees. Got infected with greed, distort what you see. Your worst nightmare to need is justify your means. Hold up. Welcome back to our Juneteenth celebration. Here on 91.5, the Rebel HD2 KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. Rest in peace to the king that is Nipsey Hussle. I think it's about time to get hashtag justice for Nipsey Hussle, Shindon. Oh, trust me when I tell you, you think this whole show about to go on and I don't touch on that? Oh, yeah, man. Nah, man. I didn't think that. Triple X, we remember you too, baby. Facts. Rest in peace. Long live. We will give an update on his case as well later on. We thank you guys for joining this Juneteenth celebration. The purpose of this, I'm not sure if I've said it before, and I'm going to make sure that I say it from here on out. The, the purpose of this is a disruption of life. And I'm super happy that I have Daryl in studio with me right now. Happy to be here, bro. Appreciate you, Hoop. We got Jalen Hamilton in the building as well, working on some oh, social yeah. media for us. Shout out to Jalen. Pretty boy. This event and everything that we're doing behind the scenes right now, or I guess behind the scenes for so long, and now what we're doing in front of you guys' face, we wanted to create a disruption of life. And what that entails is with so much going on, this segment is the info on the movement. With so much going on, we want to give you guys a clear snapshot of what helped 
start this revolution that we're in the middle of right now. But the reason why I call it a disruption of life is because so many people told me, told Daryl, told Salim Dweck, who, who's been on the show before. They've mentioned that they go to the show for a distraction. And I always found it interesting that everybody wants a distraction, but they refuse to realize people like you and me, we can't take yeah. a break from this skin color. Nah. So that's what the purpose of this event is for, for you guys to feel for an entire outing, for an entire day, for an entire, and dare I say the word again, church, can you say it with me, celebration. <laughs> that's what today is. Yeah. So I'm sure there's some people that's uncomfortable, but that's that's what that's what we want. Because also, this is the first time I'm, in my lifetime I feel like I can I can vouch for that Juneteenth feels like a national holiday. Right. It feels different right now. And it feels different outside. There's, I'm sure, countless people celebrating for the first time mm. like today, like who have never said, you know, on June 19th I'm a you know I'm a take it take a moment to just be proud for a minute. And people doing it for the first time today, shoot, it's never too late. So, never too late. And I think from this point forward, it will never be the same. I'm hoping so. Yeah. I'm hoping so. And I'm, I'm thinking that that's exactly what's going to happen. Daryl D. Hoop Harris, if you guys have, have, have were listening to the show earlier today, this is somebody who was or still is or actually – Still could write if he still wanted to for the Scarlet and Gray Free Press. But I, I've covered yeah. summer league with this man. I've, I've I've done radio shows with this man. I've done podcasts with this man. I play. Yep. I shoot hoops with this man. Right. Um, so we've had a lot of these conversations off mic and off camera and things of that nature. And we have him for the next close to 20 minutes or so before Taylor Fox gets in. Scarlet and Gray Free Press editor, former Scarlet and Gray Free Press editor. Just masterful at what she does. Um. While I have Daryl here, I want Daryl to help me break down the info on the movement, where it currently stands, and what happened on May 25th of this year. Mm -hmm. So on May 25th of this year, 46-year-old George Floyd allegedly bought cigarettes with a fake $20 bill. And I know that the, that the segment just started, but here's where I pause. Nobody likes to admit that you've been duped. But as a person who has worked in movie theaters, mm -hmm. in restaurants, sometimes it happens. Nah, that's true. Sometimes you don't even realize you're handing somebody a fake bill that you have. Yeah, a friend of mine lost her job. Amusement <laughs> park. Absolutely. It's, it happens. What I do find interesting is he bought a pack of cigarettes. It, allegedly. This is all alleged. We don't, we don't know the exacts. This is all alleged. He supposedly bought or allegedly bought the pack of cigarettes with the fake 20. And then the police were called. So the overarching point of what happened on May 25th. Again, I like to strip away the meat and get down to the bones. What is it? George Floyd died over cigarettes. 
Have we not heard this before? Eric Gardner. He's the same one that said that he couldn't breathe, right? Yep. I believe okay. close to five years ago, if not. With already. an illegal chokehold, right? That yeah. they had already ruled out. And then to keep everybody calm, they said, we're going to ban it again. It was banned the first time and you used it anyway. Mind you, they suppress their own from intervening both verbally and physically when altercations like these arise because they have body cams. If they're... If they investigate that footage after the fact and they see that there was an officer trying to apprehend their co-worker to, hey, yo, lighten up. Now you've just given them an entire case. That's another tactic that they use as well. I'm going to make it a point, if I can, to try not to forget this, but so, so I don't forget it, I'm going to just say it now. The state of Illinois, all police departments, you're disgusting. Did you hear what happened? No, please elaborate. Wow. So. Maybe. I'm not sure if it was multiple police departments or whether it was just one, whatever the case. Even if it was one, it was one too many. The Illinois Supreme Court was contacted by police departments in Illinois. Asking if they could get or destroy. Police complaints dating back up to five years. No, that's like looking at something on the computer that your mom told you not to and then asking her to clear your history. And a matter of fact, not only is that. Un that doesn't even make any sense. Not only is that ignorant. They put police records of indictments or of uh, police uh, records should be public. Thank you for going with that point. Do you want to elaborate? Should fully I be public. So Shoot, throw icing on it. But yeah, if. We can look up on a database and see the legal charges against a U.S. citizen's name for free with Internet. Daryl, let's let's let's, if let's, we're notified, let's cut it right now. You can and, and we can we can we can use this platform yeah, to, to pop our. Yeah. You can Google us. Yep. So basically. And everything that we've done pops up. If you Google your name right now, Summer League pops up. If you were. Yo. If, if say like say you had a family member that was charged with sexual assault, th they're stuck with that for life. Whether or not they're it an is offender, true. like name is just certainly black. Like man, come on. So officers, and again, really quick, guys, you guys are in the middle of this Juneteenth blackout. I want to say that one more time, just so you guys know, it is a twelve-hour blackout. You guys are listening right now on ninety-one point five, the Rebel HD two KUNV Las Vegas. I'm Terrell. That's Daryl. Have at it, Hoop. Yep. Um, and so, no, if if you can, if everybody's public record is open to, to be seen, I believe, and I don't think that this is far-fetched, that the police who's supposed to serve and protect us, should we should be able to access records on officers who, for whatever re reason may be, because there's no justifiable reason that the officer who killed George Floyd should have still been employed and that's what we're about to get to next because there would be no better feeling in the world than if a cop pulled you over and before he said anything to you you can pull up his record yep now you can speak <laughs> yeah, for real or if an investigation happened and we oh you have a pending knew. investigation no where's your supervisor i refuse to talk to you 
Certainly. Certainly would. And I think this has to, I got to bring this up too. I just recently saw a portion of the Dave Chappelle new special on YouTube. So fire. This has, he put this in amazing context. So fire. He was, he, he's not from LA, but he moved to LA and he took, he was there uh, when the Northridge earthquake happened. And he said, as a person not from the West Coast, never been in an earthquake, this was the most fearful 35 seconds of my life. Not just, you know, something I was, I was worried, I was scared, I was startled. Most fearful of his life. He said he didn't scream just so he wouldn't remember what he sounded like. Right. He said that was 35 seconds. Imagine I'm not going to say the officer's name. I don't care to pronounce it correctly, and I don't want to butcher it. So... He's had his knee on George Floyd's neck for more than eight minutes. We've been, we're from Cali. We've, 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 ex, you know, been through earthquakes. Right. We've, you know, everybody's been, you know, I, I pray that you haven't, but if you've been in a car accident, you know, it's a very scary oh couple of seconds. Gosh. Eight minutes? And 46 seconds. In handcuffs? Screaming. Please. On the ground? You're absolutely, you're, on, you're losing your mind. But slow Over by the second. Over two and a half minutes. By the second. It's heinous. The last two and a half minutes, he's unconscious already. It's super heinous. This, I haven't seen the video. I can't watch it. I'm, I refuse to watch it. We talk about that. Some stuff is just, you know, you got you to gotta censor for and yourself. I'm, or and I know we said it on the podcast, but let me say it here. I don't need to watch the bullet feast to know that it has been fed. Ooh. And I'm going to say it again. When people ask why I didn't watch that video, I don't need to watch the bullet feast. To know that it has been fed. Come on. It brother. happens daily. So what did y'all want me to watch? Really? I've already seen it. I've already protested it. I did this with Sandra Bland. I was outside for, for, for Oscar Grant. I was outside for Mike Brown. Facts. What did you expect to happen next? Facts. I, it, was, it was dope to see, man. I went through my Instagram archives one day and I saw a picture from 2014. Might have been 2013. It was me next to my cousin. Um, and she was headed down Cali, uh, L.A. She was headed down to protest for Trayvon Martin. And I was like, I was proud of her. I was in high school Most still. Definitely. I'm like, look at my cousin going to protest. Not knowing we were only getting ready for a decade to follow of nonstop instances <laughs> to protest. So now you see why, as a people, we are outraged and we are making ourselves hurt. To give some historical context, we talk about Black Wall Street. The moment, like the incident that sparked the riot, because that was a true riot. It that was, was a, a true race war. Ra yeah, that was a true ravishing of, of a town. Um, the incident that sparked that was the was it not the Klan in, in the town as well, but white people no, were opposed were to a black person who was accused of assault. Dick and Dick he Dick had Roland. his people with him, support defending him at the courthouse. And white people said, enough of this. Let's go tear it up. Acted as animals. Murdered us. Killed us. Removed our bodies. Bodies that still aren't found. And the media frustratingly wanted to focus on a couple of buildings that were burning across the country <laughs> that probably weren't even initiated by us. And it's like, no, we actually have a cause to be doing this. And I'm glad that now that cause is being organized. It sucks that it continues to have to happen in this way for it to happen. But I, I agree with you. It, it This revolt seems like it needed to happen. Um, 
But just to go back to to the information on the movement, that cop that you did not want to mention is Derek Michael Chauvin. Been on the force since 2001. Here's what's interesting. I told my dad for so long, I said I was arguing for premeditation. I was arguing for first degree and everybody was telling me there's no way to prove that. There's no way to prove that. And I said, wait a minute. Why can't you? I said it proves two things prove that the cops showed up as the aggressor. Number and one, defended him with his knee on his neck. Absolutely. Daring and somebody to intervene. That level of arrogance. I never get that image out of my head. And I didn't watch the video. So that image is still etched into my, that's right. why I'm not watching the for video. Real, real. And shout out to Hanif Abdul-Rakib for what I just said. I don't need to watch the bullet feast to know that it has been fed. Shout out to him for that. Shout out to J Dr. Javon Johnson for blessing me with that, with that beautiful piece of work. Um, where was that? Going back to uh, Chauvin. I found it interesting when everybody kept telling me that you couldn't pinpoint first degree and you can't prove like premeditation. Da, 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 da. I said. Law is one legal. The legal system in general is what you can prove. And I said, for some reason, I refuse to believe that they don't know each other. I said he showed up oh, to. Don't. Yeah. He showed up to. To riled up. Only to find out that yep. George Floyd and Derek Chauvin used to work together. If that blew your mind, let me add to it. They used to work together as security guards at a nightclub. Wow. Not only did they work together, not only did they work together as security guards, not only did they work together as security guards at a nightclub, George Floyd had filed a complaint on Derek Chauvin at least twice for using excessive force against people of color. So tell me again why we can't prove premeditation. And you know what? It, you know how they say when you're, you know, when you're on trial that ignorance of the law does not make you exempt to liability for violating a crime. You can't give me that you're ignorant of common sense and having your knee on somebody's neck for almost 10 minutes is going to probably kill them. A person is screaming, dog. Is there not, are there not hundreds of black men probably still incarcerated before weed was legalized who had marijuana and they claimed that it was intent to sell because they had a certain level of possession? Y'all do this to us all day long and then when it's flipped around because you have the financial means to support yourself in litigation that you can defend yourself. But no, you do this to us all the time. You manipulate us through the law. And it doesn't happen vice versa, but it's time for that. To, you know what I'm saying? But. And that, and when it happened, my dad called me and my dad was like, did you hear the new development? And I was like, no. And he said, you were right. And I said, what you mean? They knew each other. He said, they knew each other. And I told him, I don't think I pulled that out of thin air. And I don't think I'm a genius. I think I've seen it happen too much. That was like bullying. You saw it. You witnessed. There was a certain level of vitriol and hate that was there. For real. 
I'm trying my best not to get choked up. It happened earlier once with the slave trade situation, but I told, this is that's what, what I said, bro. When we talk about it, it's tough not to feel it. And it almost throws us off our point of talking about oh, what we're going sure. to do about it because we get so worked up in it. But it's all good, you know. And let's point the finger at who else was there before we so we can get you up out of here. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right. Is it Total? Is it T-O-U? Last name is T-H-A-O. That was another officer that responded to the George Floyd situation. However, let me detail his past. You guys may not have heard about this past. Enlighten us. Officer Tao was a part-time community service officer in 2008. Okay. Broke into the police academy and became a cop. Or passed the police <laughs> academy and became a cop. In 2009. Right. Here's what's interesting. There is nothing from 2009 until 2012. But the first note that you have for 2012 is that Officer Tao returns after a two year layoff. Where were you laid off for? And why is that impossible to find? But what I do know about Officer Tao is that you've had six complaints filed on you and have yet to receive any level of disciplinary action. Any. And in these six complaints, one of them is in 2014 where he was accused of handcuffing and brutalizing the suspect who was handcuffed by kicking his teeth out of his face. Jesus Christ. So when people wonder and ask, why didn't he stop Derek? Why didn't he stop Derek? I think he let us know he has no backbone. I wanted to say something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, that it's. Uh, here we are. We see these things now. And in we addition to that things. case in 2014, you want to know how it ended? Didn't go to trial. Not. The department settled for $25,000. Why is that? And how in a case where you settle, you still don't give him disciplinary action, but you pay for the law. Still loss. has his badge. Hmm. Interesting, man. I see why some people feel the way they do about law enforcement. Oh, no. I, a thousand percent I see. Yeah. Even when a person is wrong about law enforcement, I get it. Yeah. I get why you and feel I that way. And I think that 100%, um, we need to work towards some kind of um, some kind of uh, revision to who polices nonviolent interactions because we mm. don't need police departments to come in and escalate things the way they do. Or cover up the way they do. That as well. There, there are a lot of people who, and this will be my, my also tidbit, um, on how you can be a part of what's going on right now, because I know almost I would speak. I don't like to generalize, but I can right. speak for almost everybody black. You feel compelled to do something, right? Um, just get involved locally. You just bring it out. What's going on in Minnesota? 
triggered was the first domino for the whole country and the whole world to even follow. Right. So it's great, you know, that that we responded so quickly to that. But it's isn't a, this isn't an isolated incident. This this is history. This is years of of things that are already established. Right. So you can change what's going on and help us and help the fight by doing what you by doing something locally. Whether that's having a conversation with your coworker about did you Absolutely. know did you know that our district attorney is like super pointed towards you know things like that or did you know that we don't have like this many children go without fe- like without food on the daily like you can be involved you can be involved but assess your city assess your location and have conversation like, this is what we're doing today it's about the dialogue and when you do that if if you take care of home we will all grow together absolutely and again you you just kind of talked about it right now during this disruption of 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 life in terms of what we've been doing who I appreciate you, my man, for coming through. I appreciate you for being a voice at a time like this. I appreciate you for um, telling your stories. I appreciate yeah, you for. I just appreciate you, dog. I don't think that's what that's that's not what we man, what we hear likewise, enough of. Likewise, man, and you, and you know it's like that, and we <laughs> we get so consumed with what we're doing, but it, it's because we you know we have to. Absolutely, and I, I'm proud to you know be alongside you in in this, Same here. In this struggle, man. But yeah, man, I'll be tuned in for a good part of the day. So, as always, up. my brother, it's much appreciated. Get I appreciate food. you. <laughs> I, yeah, I keep telling people I'm gonna order food for everybody when I kind of get the word, but I just got to be sure. But again, I thank you, my brother. We will probably be linking up later on tonight. Yes, sir. Celebrations galore, my man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. When we come back from this brief break in between um, the info on the movement, we're gonna come back. We'll be back with a new guest. Former Scarlet and Gray Free Press editor Taylor Fox is in the building. She's going to come in. She's going to add to this info on the movement. And she's going to tell us a couple of stories of her own. And I don't think you guys are going to I don't think you guys are going to want to miss that. Stay tuned. Me on Shanika's phone. I've been a one since day one. You boo boo. Your own boy, you black that you're from. Boo boo. Little, you went to school with. Boo boo. Baby mama and you knew. Boo boo. We was in the hood. 14 with the deuce deuce. 14 years later, going hard like we used to on the dead homies. On the dead homies. About no politics and rap money. Our little homie's done a deuce, ain't never coming back, man. So you better go hard every time you jump on wax, man. What they talk about, yo, shit is where it's at, man. Came in this game, you stuck your fangs in this game. You want no chain in this game, your hood, your name in this game. Now you double up, time to bubble up the bread and huddle up. Stick it to the scripts, now if them Benjamins go cuddle up. Skip, hop, drip, drop, flip, flop with the white tube sock. It goes. 
what the products smell like when the chemicals mix. 50 niggas salute, out the Captain Zoom with the extras. Elkos, Monte Carlos, Road Kings and Dressers. Rip Riders, P-Funkers, Mexicans, they with you. Asians, they with you. Nobody can I've been with you. one since day one, you boo-boo. Your own boy, your block that you're from, boo-boo. Little you went to school with, boo-boo. Baby mama and you new, boo-boo. We was in the hood, 14 with the deuce-deuce. 14 years later, going hard like we used to on the dead homies. On the dead homies. Hopped out the caddy, just got my The little homies called and said the enemies just clicked up. Oh yeah, wanna squabble with me, body Oh yeah, tell them they can run it for the cardio. Oh yeah, everything is everything is scandalous. Slow motion for the ambulance. The project filled with cameras. The LAPD gambling, scrambling, football numbers slandering. His names on paper, you snitched all summer. Streets don't fail me now. They tell me it's a new gang in town. From Compton to Congress. Set trippin' all around Ain't nothing new but a flu and new Democrats and Republicans Red state versus a blue state, which one you governin'? They give us guns and drugs, call us thugs Making they promise to f with you No condom, they f with you Obama say what it do Obama say what it do Obama say what it do I've been named one since day one, you boo-boo Your own boy, your block that you're from, boo-boo Little you went to school with, boo-boo Baby mama and you new, boo-boo We was in the hood, 14 with the deuce-deuce 14 years later, going hard like we used to on the dead homies On the dead homies Everybody wanna talk about who this and who that Who the realest and who whack, or who white and who black Critics wanna mention that they miss when hip-hop was rapping Mother if you did, the killer Mike could be platinum Y'all priorities f***ed up, but energy and wrong Hennessy and Crown Vic, my memory been gone since No acts about no camera blocking at award shows No, no acts about my no, no acts about my foes Unless you asking me about power, yeah, I got a lot of it I'm the only next to Snoop that can push the button Had the coast on standby, kid up, what up, I heard they opened up Pandora's box I box them all in by a landslide Nah, homie, we too sensitive, it spill out to the streets I make the call and get the coast involved, the history repeat But I resolved inside that private hall while sitting down with Jay He said it's funny how one verse can f*** up the game I've been named one since day one, you boo-boo I remember you was conflicted Misusing your influence Sometimes I did the same. Abusing my power full of resentment. Take your time. Resentment that turned into a deep Welcome pressure. back. Welcome back. This is our Juneteenth celebration on 91.5 Rebel HD 2 KUNV Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. I am your host, Terrell Emerson, in studio now with former Scarlet and Gray Free Press editor, Miss Taylor Fox. How are we doing, Taylor? Oh, wait. There we go. One more time. Am I on? We, okay. we got you. We got you. We're good okay. now. Whew, I know it's a lot going on on a day like this. Happy oh. Juneteenth to you, though. Thank you. And you were one of the people that I'm not even going to hold you. you. I haven't showed anybody in here my notes yet. You see, when I got to info of the movement, there's one name written next to that. That's and it's mine. yours. <laughs> you were the person that I wanted to, to, to share this topic with simply because... I've said it on my radio show before. I've just said it in life before. I used to wait for your columns to drop. Really? I told you that. I told you in the newsroom, and I don't know if you thought it was lip service, but I was serious. Like, I was super serious. I didn't believe you. I thought you were just talking. I was very serious. So 
it was one of those things where when the info on the movement came up, I said, this is the perfect springboard for what I believe to be a coming out party for you, for some people. Some people may not have caught those columns when they came out. And hopefully after this, they go back and they revisit some. But um, we, we talked a little bit about info on the movement in terms of uh, George Floyd and some of the officers that were responding. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to address that first, and then we can go into some of the things that you've experienced on campus. Um, you want me to just address the whole? Just You can, you can address the, either the cops, the situation, police brutality in general. I just want you to welcome yourself to the conversation any way you want. Um, I think for me, this kind of, I think about this as like a new quote unquote era in the whole civil rights thing. Right. And it's just, it's as big as it's ever been from what I've seen at least. Like it's a really a worldwide thing. And I think that's really like something special that we're getting to witness. And especially me being in my twenties and having this kind of like young and optimistic view on like everything. And maybe this will be it, maybe this will be the change that we're all like looking for. Right. Um, but then realistically, people have seen this before right. so that's kind of how I think about this whole movement right now like obviously we have we keep the optimism we keep that going and stuff right. but realistically dot 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 exactly and you you use the word realistically and I think that's something that we we've talked about a couple of times already on the show we've we've tried to we've tried to keep along with our theme that we're going to give the listeners little snapshots just throughout the day and I think the one snapshot we keep repeating is education. And I think that's what this Juneteenth celebration is going to be today. Mm-hmm. And it's probably what it's going to be next year as well. We're just going to take a little bit of time to educate. And I think that's what, that's what the, the program needs. And uh, when I say program, I mean, I should say movement, not program. Um, that's what the movement needs. The movement needs education. The right. movement needs for people to arm themselves, not only physically, if you are uh, a, a second amendment, a second amendment, um, um enthusiast but mentally that's what i'm more so mean arm yourself with that knowledge that's one thing they can't take from you yeah that's probably the only thing they can't take from you so make sure that you that you're um vigilant in that i do want to open up the floor for you to pretty much talk about some of your stories i know about some of the things that you've had to deal with in in the newsroom and just on campus and things of that nature uh but i do want to um try to round out what this uh what this what happened and what this murder what ensued because of this murder on on may 25th and jay alexander and again i could be mispronouncing the last name but it's k-u-e-n-g so i don't know if it's kane i don't know if it's jay alexander kane and thomas lane are the other two officers that were the other two um um reporting officers for the george floyd situation however they had only been on the police force Since August of 2019. It was quick and they messed up. (laughs) And that caused another red flag for me. Well, for me, it's that one of the officers, sorry to cut you off. I've had it. I've been on here all day. How many, like, accusations before that? So many. So it's just, it's a pattern. Like, all of the, I don't, I won't say all, but like a good chunk of, the police officers who've like been involved in stuff like this this isn't even their first time exactly so like why are we shook about it like they let it go 
17 times before for this guy so exactly so my question to you would be why do you what do you feel is the reason for that like I, i've mentioned the joe button podcast a couple of times this morning already or today already and the joe button podcast i believe it was rory who mentioned that at that point and now that's so it's an irish man he said at that point blacks essentially are to look at Derek chauvin as a hired hitman he hasn't gotten in trouble yet true <laughs> where's he hasn't no so it, it becomes one of those things to where back to the point that daryl made police records need to be public mm -hmm. so when a person like i said there's no i would i would assume that if a person walks up to your window and you find out who the officer is and you search their stuff and you realize and you find out something, maybe that would hopefully someday in the future change where you could sit there and say, mm, I don't feel comfortable speaking with you alone, at least. Yeah. And before that, like anybody who knows me knows when I'm in the, when I'm in the car. If a cop gets behind me, I make a phone call. Do you? I always make a phone call for a couple of different reasons. It pings the closest tower. So that way, if anything happens to me, you guys know my last location. And I'm usually on the phone with somebody. But it's not visual. So a lot of times I've had a cop. I was in Summerlin. Pull me over right around the corner from the house and ask me, did I live over here? I said, yes. I had already told you I was on my way home. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And he was like, well... And he, he asked me for all my IDs and I handed him everything, which was my RJ badge, the, the review journal badge, my license, everything. And I was my UNLV badge. And he was like, so what are you doing out here? I kind of looked at him. Going home still. And I looked at his hand and was like, going to school? You have my UNLV ID in your hand. It has the sticker yeah. from this semester. So I was just like, you're just waiting for my story to not add up. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. And I'm on FaceTime with my um, with my best friend. Shout out to Courtney Jones. Shout out to Miss Court. She was, it, it was in a cup holder. And she reacted to something on the TV. And she was like, oh, man. And the officer kind of lowered his head and looked at my passenger side and looked in my back seat. And was like, what was that? So I wanted to have fun with it. I said, what was what? What happened? What you hear? He was like, I heard a voice. That wasn't mine? Like, and he was like, and then it happened again. And I was like, oh, that, that's my best friend. She's on the phone. Then all of a sudden it was, oh, what's your majoring in? Oh, you work for the RJ. Oh, you, dog, if you don't hand me my stuff. <laughs> no, it's the idea of like surveillance. Absolutely. Like, um, just this whole system, just America in general, which is like built on this like idea of surveying black bodies and that's what the police is but then when mm. you are able to look back at them like he has no idea that somebody is watching him that he doesn't know is there right so he's like oh let me let me uh put my like good cop hat on or whatever it's exactly what i felt like but surveillance works both ways and it does like historically it hasn't and that's just what's kind of throwing people off right now i think is that like hey we see you too you know <laughs> and that's literally what i think it is it is a hey i see you too and you you just touched on something you said the the world is almost like it's built on surveying the black body 
And this, these are the reasons why I wanted to have the conversation with you because I feel like that's an hour-long conversation in itself, sure. surveying the, the black body. And again, this that we've been on air since bef a little before 7 o'clock playing music and doing things of that nature. This is our Juneteenth celebration that is serving as a disruption of life. That's what we're viewing this as. This is a disruption of life for our Juneteenth celebration here at 91.5, the Rebel HD2 KUNV Las Vegas. I'm your host, Terrell Emerson, in studio with Scarlet and Gray, former Scarlet and Gray Free Press editor Taylor Fox. And, and we've talked a little bit about just the information that um, that is surrounding this movement. And, of course, there's plenty more to come. And the last point that I have about information on this movement is that that is the same exact city. Let me not say that. It's the same state. I'll, I'll just say it was in Minnesota. I don't know if it was Minneapolis, but um, it was in Minnesota. I think it might have been Minneapolis, too. Let me just go ahead and, and get to the point. Philando Castile, his murder took place oh. in Minneapolis. So it's certain stories. I, I've, I know I said it earlier. I said, like, the Sandra Bland story is just one that just I've, I've never let go. Mm -hmm. uh, Kanika Johnson, Jenkins, excuse me. Uh, Kendrick Johnson, um, uh, I, I, Tatiana Jefferson, uh, Breonna Taylor, Joshua Brown, Sean Reed, like just certain names, Sam Du Bois, like just their stories. I didn't need Google mm -hmm. to look it up. I know it. I lived it. I know exactly what happened. I know exactly what charges were brought and what charges weren't brought. So that was the last point that i wanted to make was that if a person is looking at it like oh well, what's going on in minneapolis you're right let's ask that question in a bigger scope what is going on because just a couple of years ago you guys had one and now in 2020 you have another one yeah so this is the part where i i lend the last 10 minutes essentially of this hour to you i want i want story time i, I know for a fact you were the one in the newsroom that was tasked with that heavy job of documenting and detailing and people need to pray for journalists and i'm gonna say that really quick because me and taylor have covered some things that i know for a fact that nobody has asked her her mental health following it and i know for a fact that people haven't asked my mental health after certain situations and you were tasked with the tough job of covering and detailing vividly when the kill all the blacks note was found in the library can you talk a little bit about what that story was like and what your coverage was of it was like um i mean i attached it to myself i wanted to write about Absolutely. it just because i knew nobody else was going to um i saw like i saw the picture of the note on twitter and i was just kind of like i was surprised at first and i think how the article kind of goes out is that you you think that your own little like bubble is safe and UNLV really likes to pride itself on like diversity we're like the third most um diverse university in the country and the title of the article is diversity doesn't mean equality so you can have all the different types of people that you want but it doesn't mean you're you don't have the same problems as anywhere else so you're surprised at first because you're like oh my god this is UNLV this is so diverse like right. this is Vegas this isn't wherever this is this is Vegas I live here it's just like, but people live in Minneapolis. People live, like, this happens everywhere. And you just have to kind of get out of your bubble and realize that, like, you're, like, you're not special. <laughs> like, you know he's not special Seriously. in any way because we still had people writing on Post-it notes, kill the blacks. Like, why? I don't know, but 
And it's not the first time. No. Like it, it continues to just transform, and it's just it's just a different version of it. And I'm I'm at a point to right now where I'm slightly lost because you you kind of keep asking the question of like, okay, so like what now? Like what do we do next? Where do we go now? And where do we go from here? Um, when you originally wrote your column, how did you, you you tell me how you started? I guess. In terms of seeing the Twitter, seeing the note on Twitter and knowing that nobody was probably or feeling like nobody was probably going to give it the proper justice the way that you would. What was your process? Now, I guess I'm going to probably get around to what the process was for you to for you to get to that, because like I told you, I was geeked about it. So, I mean, which the way you attacked this one is the way you attacked all of your pieces in your column. So that's why I'm just I'm trying to get into your brain a little bit and see how you got there. Um, well, I think. Just because I was an English major, right? right. So they kind of teach you, like, you you take what's there and then you look at what's not there. Mm. Like, that's how I think about writing or whatever. Like, I took that event and, yeah, that happened. But then what else, what else also happened? Like, what does it mean? Like, what are people saying that they aren't saying? And, like, people who aren't talking about it, what does that say? You know, so, like, looking at things that are there but that aren't there so that's kind of how i tried to approach all of those columns so it's almost like putting together a timeline and trying to fill in the blanks like mm-hmm. okay yeah okay okay so in your time here at unlv you've seen president changes now you're going to see a mascot change you're going to see things that is things of that nature what words do you have for you mentioned UNLV being diverse which we kind of touched on earlier um I would love to know where they're pulling that stat from is all I'm gonna say because there was something that came out in February of this year that they ranked the 25 most diverse campuses on this um in this country and they have four honorable mentions UNLV was not one UNLV was not two UNLV was not 25th so I'm just wondering where they got that from. And that was from USA Today. Yeah, I don't know. That's what they had the flags. Of course, <laughs> right? That's all we know is that so. they have the flags and things of that nature. Again, uh, we're, we're going to have you on again um, during the black women segment. And we're going to help or you're going to help lead that conversation. Um, before we even actually go into a short break and get some music playing, is there anything that you want to address right now and feel like you need to kind of get out? Um, I think that this particular movement, if you can kind of separate them, mm-hmm. um, but like what's happening right now is really making, it's like making you question people around you and you see where their loyalties kind of lie just because it is mm. so big where like, it's not like nobody know like everybody knows what's going on and you can see who's pretending that they don't, that they don't know. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Do you think you have a idea as to why it's probably so much um, denial, I guess is the word. White fragility? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Wait a minute. Hold on. Taylor. Yeah. Thank you for saying it. What? Thank you for saying it. Because I, I, I know we've said it a couple of times on this uh, during this program, during this event. I know that we're saying a lot of things that are just un, 
unnerving to hear but it needs to be said white fragility white guilt like that's just i didn't make those words up <laughs> i was just about to say you didn't pull them out of thin air no there's so books there's whole books <laughs> like i don't and it's a full setup and again i thank you for helping helping guide this conversation and again this isn't the only time you're going to be on you're going to be on again to lead the black women um the black women panel is what i want to call it um is there anything else possibly that you would want to say to anybody that's under your voice right now and of course we're coming back so we're um just people are, pay attention people are showing you exactly who they are you don't mm. have to look that hard mm. so and i think we're gonna kind of leave it right there because i've always said when a person shows you who they are don't make them amplify their actions to get you to believe it and i've seen mm -hmm. it so many times mm -hmm. i've seen it so many times so as i've said before i think the first snapshot that we started this june team celebration program off with was silence is compliance at this point yeah not saying anything is actually speaking volumes at a, at a time like this when we come back we will discuss black love and brown pride i have professor david berrigan who i call omeka shout out to omeka who's going to be calling in. We thought he was coming into the studio, but he's going to be actually calling in, in addition to Carla Enriquez, who is the current online editor for the Signal Tribune back in California. Me and her used to go to Cerritos together, former editor-in-chief, former managing editor, just, uh, as I said with Taylor, just masterful at the work that she does. She will be joining us in the second segment to, to discuss black love and brown pride. Taylor, we will have you back on a little, a little later in the show. Until that, until that three o'clock hour, we're going to give you guys some music, going to give you guys some tunes. And I think we might as well pick it up where we left off and we going right back to dot. Riff gonna be 
Salute the truth and the prophecy. I, I got loyalty, got royalty inside this is why my DNA. I say that hip hop is doing more damage to young African Americans than racism in recent years. I never got my DNA. This is my heritage, all I'm inheriting. Money and power, the maker, I'm heritage. Tell me something, you motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. I'd rather die than to listen to you. My DNA not for imitation. Your DNA an abomination. This how I this where you in the matrix, dodging bullets, reaping what you're sowing, stacking up the footage, living on the go and sleeping in the villa, sipping from a Grammy, walking in the building, diamond in the ceiling, marble on the floor, speeches out the window, peeking out the window, baby in the pool, Godfather goes, only Lord knows. I've been going hammer, dodging paparazzi, freaking through the cameras, eating four daughters, Brock wearing sandals, yoga on the Monday, stretching to the vena, watching all the snakes. Curving all the fakes, phone never own, I don't conversate, I don't compromise, I just penetrate, sex, money, murder, these are the breaks, these are the times, level number nine, look up in the sky, tennis on the way, tennis on the way, tennis on the way, motherfucker, I got winners on the way, you ain't without a buddy on your belt, you ain't without a ticket on your plate, you ain't sick enough to put it on yourself, you ain't rich enough to hit the light of skate, tell me when destruction gonna be my fate, gonna be a freak, gonna be a freak, peace to the world, let it rotate, sex, money, murder, DNA. I'm on a roll yelling one, two, three, four, five. I am the greatest rapper alive. So damn great, motherfucker, I've died. What you hearing now is a paranormal vibe. House on the hill, house on the beach, 